Good evening, Rabbi Isai. We're dealing here with the great gift of speech, which Chavisavov has explained so much that we have about it that we're able to connect with people, communicate, communicate with people, share our feelings, and through that build relationships with people, which wouldn't be possible if we wouldn't have the Koyach of Dibur, the ability to speak and articulate words of our mind and our heart. And that's also the way we connect with our Kaddish Baruch Hu through Vidui, which that also is a Chiddush. Not only do we have to think that I want to do Tshuva, but we have to express it and say it, because that really concretizes what the feelings of the heart is. And interestingly, that if the Chavis Havavis wrote about Shara Bechina, we find throughout the generations, throughout the last thousand years since he wrote his Sefer, that others have also try to delineate different ideas and of the greatness of the faculties that we have for people themselves or in the creation in general. So the stipler has a sefer called Chaye Yoylam. Stipler, you know, the stipler going with Bruchaim Knievsky's father, Rebiakov Yisrael Knievsky Zatzal. And he wrote a sefer Chaye Yoylam, different ideas in Shkofa, uh, one of them, he talks about this idea of speaking. He says, we take it further than even the Chavos Havavos describes here, and that is that besides the communicating with talk and expressing ideas, what we could also do, do with Dibur is sing. We could use our speech and give different tones, different pitches, different melodies, and sing. And here again, the animal world can't do that. They could whistle, they could to, to, uh, make sounds to try to communicate and do things. But that idea to take words and actually sing the words, it's a whole other world. We know this in the, in the Beis Amigdash, the Shir Shalalavim, there's a whole question, is Ikr Shira Bepeh, Ikr Shira Bekli, is the, the greatness of the, the, the potency of that song in the Beis Hamikdash Was it with the words of the mouth or was it with the instruments? But both of them obviously produce an unbelievable feeling. And with song, you can get places, you can get to feelings much more than just talking. With song, it could bring a person into a good mood. It could bring tremendous emotion upon a person. And the, the whole idea of Rabbi Shol Salanta learning Musa with a sing song because that penetrates the heart, that's the language of the heart that comes from this idea. So, even in shul, imagine how, how bland shul would be without singing, without singing part of the davening, right? So, and, and, it, and it uplifts a person and it gets a person to, to, to think about things differently, feel about things differently. So, it's just, again, an idea, an aspect of speech that it would be we would be oblivious to it if it wasn't pointed out. That this is intrigued. It's something we should be grateful for, to, to appreciate it, and appreciate the greatness of Hashem that He gave us this power. Let's continue on. Besides for speech in word, This is letters and words and writing. And as the Mashiach, so we think writing is like a man-made thing, like, you know, man invented that. 
No. HaKadosh Baruch Hu instilled into the minds of people to not only talk, but how to write. And obviously the the we know that letters were created before the world was created. Because Chazal tell us that Hashem created the world with the olive base. Bereshis Bora Elikim Es Hashemayim the Saoretz Es one explanation is Bereshis Bora Elikim in the beginning Hashem created Es he created Aleph through Tuf and through that he then created Es Shemayim Baoretz and everything else Hashem used the twenty two letters of the Aleph base to create the world so we know that. Letters, certainly Lashon HaKadosh is what everyone spoke then. Other Mauritians spoke then, and that's what everyone spoke really until, until the Dora Flogger. And then Hashem dispersed them all, and they had to come up with different languages based on the original. So we have 70 languages. But language was the thing already that the world started with. So you need language. And in addition, language is also letters, and it could be writing. What's the greatness of writing? I think if we think maybe for a few years, we'll be able to come up with a good list. Maybe not even that long, maybe a few months. If we really analyze it and think about it, what's the greatness of writing? And we'll, we'll go through the comments of us. Let's see if we would have thought about these things ourselves. Says the comments of us, you know what the greatness of writing is? The idea of writing down things, writing words and having them then on a, on a, on a paper and could be shared later. That with them, it really brings together the past, the present, and the future. Without writing, we would never know what happened in the past. There's only so much that you can give over to from one person to the next, just from hearsay. Just, I heard this person say that it, it's that, that's so limited. But in terms of things that happen historically, or ideas that someone shared then and wanted to share it for years to come, that would be impossible without the idea of writing. Putting it, committing it to, to pen and paper, and now it's there. And now it could be shared what happened so many years ago, what someone said, a thought, a thousand years ago, two thousand years ago, we still have it now. So writing is mechabrim. It connects Masi oivrim the the actions, the deeds of the past. Vanimtzam and those that are found now in your name, lubam achrem, and even for the future. Umagim devreim amishen enimtzaymoim, and you can have with when it comes to speech, you can only speak to the person who's right here, who's here, number one in the same era as you are in the same time period, and he also has to be face to face. How do you talk to someone? who's not in the same block, not certainly someone who miles away. Now, of course, Hashem has allowed us to figure it out through communication with with uh, technology, and phone, etc. But in those days, there's no way you could talk to somebody unless you were right there. But with writing, you could write to someone who's, who's not there. And now you can know things for people far away. You can find out what's happening with your relatives. It's in a far off land. Actually, the way they used to tell, send for help, they would send a letter and they would send it off to 
their relatives or someone who has the capability of helping, then it would come. The Shulchan Aruch writes, see, talking about 500 years ago, the Shulchan Aruch writes that if a letter comes on Shabbos, you're allowed to open it up and read it. Why? Because it could be Pikuach Nefesh. Those days, how did they communicate? They wrote. And they would say, someone is sick and he has this ailment, is someone there that he can help? Or do you have a certain medication you could send? So you would have, you're allowed to open it up and read it because it could be something for a matter of life and death. Nowadays, the place can say that doesn't really apply because anything you get in the mail, it certainly happened a few days ago or a few weeks ago, depending on the postal uh, service at the time. So it's not really Pikuach Nefesh, but that's the way they communicated to be saved. Uboy, another amazing thing about writing, Uboy Could you imagine without writing? We wouldn't know what the Ramban said. We wouldn't know what the Rajba thought. We wouldn't know what the Vilna Gain said Pshad in a, in a Mishnah. We wouldn't have that. Without Rashi being able to write down, and now we have it. So writing is such an amazing thing that Hashem allowed to be in in the world that we're able to not only speak, but to write things down. And with that, we have Svarim. And you can bring together things, thoughts that a person has in his mind. You bring them all together on the paper. In addition to having things that you can know from things happening far away, or in different time periods, or the fact that we're able to learn, we have so much wisdom and so much knowledge of Torah from previous generations. And we have so much history that was written down. But even in the in the current time, you have to make a deal with a person. How are you going to prove it? How are you going to prove that this is what this party said he's going to keep and this is what the party said he can, they're going to commit? How do you prove it? You write it down. It's written down. It's signed. Now we know. We can take out the paper. It says this is what you have to do. This is what you committed to. Or purchasing things, or loaning. How do you know there's a loan? How do you, how could you ever be sure there's a loan? Every time you have to get two witnesses, even the witnesses, how do you, they're not always around, they're not living forever, but you have it on the paper, you have a signature. The Kenyan, or to make an acquisition, or Nisuin, can't get married without writing it down. The Gerishin, or a get, obviously the terror has proscribed the halokas of a get, that has to be written. The Kosavla, Sefer Krisus, and he has to write to her. So obviously the Torah already set it up in the creation. They'll be writing. There's so much more here. It's, it's too much to even discuss and talk about. But this idea is indeed something amazing that we should uh, reflect upon about this greatness of not only being able to talk, but being able to commit it to writing and all of the various benefits for writing. Continuing along, and sort of to round it up, the completion of the goodness for man, that a person was created with a hand, we have a yad, and now we have we have fingers. A yad with that, you can draw things. Hamichtav, you can write things. The harikma, with fingers, the dexterity that people have with their fingers, they're able to weave things, sew things, work with, with fine material. An animal can't do that. 
you have animals that are pretty industrious and they can build things. You know, beavers build dams and, and birds build nests. Yeah, which, which is quite amazing. But to do things that require such fine motor skills, that's again uniquely human. So, the fact that Hashem didn't make all of our hands webbed, yeah, yeah, so, they have five fingers, and each one plays its role, and the combination of them, it's quite amazing. Kedich HaSoish, lighting a fire, Shara Maisim, Amalochas the very fine-tuned, fine-detailed Maisim. And this is from, in contrast to the other living creatures, namely the animal kingdom, they don't need that. Hashem doesn't want the the uh, the lamas to write letters to their friends. And Hashem doesn't really care that the goats are able to sew a sweater for their granddaughter. That doesn't really, that's not necessary for them. But for the human beings, Hashem gave us the hand and the fingers to appreciate all of that that we have. So, here we'll hold it over here, just a, a beautiful idea of being able to appreciate everything that HaKadosh Baruch Hu has given us, and there's so much more, and as we go along, it's going to point out more things. Kol Tuva Gutenacht.